Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1,919. We're celebrating the Chattanooga Motor Car Festival that takes place October 15th, 16th, and 17th this week. The event includes West Village Road Rally, the Pace Grand Prix at the Bend, and a Concord de Elegance, just to mention a few. Learn more, go to ChattanoogaMotorCar.com to get your tickets. Don't miss this event. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah! Today I'm in Percival, Virginia again with a very special returning guest by the name of Ken Gross. All you car fanatics will know this guy. Ken, welcome back to Cars Yeah! Do you have it in gear, and are you ready to release the clutch? Absolutely. Thanks, Mark. You're welcome. We'll have some fun. Now, I didn't ask you this question before I give you a proper introduction last time you were on the show, so I'm going to ask it. It always brings up some very interesting answers. What's one little thing that most people may not know about you, Ken? <laughs> God, I think my life is pretty public. It is, yeah. Um, I was uh, I tied for high score on my uh, varsity lacrosse in college. How about that one? <laughs> well, like I said, it always brings out unique answers, and sometimes they're far back into the history. Lacrosse, very cool. Uh, did you play <laughs> any of that after you left college? I did, actually. I, I played for a little while, but uh, I, I, I was a high school hockey player, And uh, but St. Lawrence University, where I went, had a, a wonderful teams of pretty near all Canadians in those days, including guys who'd played junior A and junior B, so wow. I had to find another sport other than club uh, club hockey, and lacrosse was it. Canadian hockey, tough competition. Those guys know what they're doing up there. They were pros, these kids. I mean, they were our age, but they'd been playing hockey their, all their lives and then decided since they probably weren't going to make the, uh, the the National Hockey League that they should get a college education. Turns out several of them, like Terry Slater, went on to play uh, in the NHL and several went on to coach. So wow. all good. Yeah, very cool. Lacrosse is one of those games that is really cool to watch because it looks it looks difficult to me. I played a lot of sports in high school. Uh, is it hard to learn? Uh, well, I, I I think that uh, there are elements of hockey and soccer uh, and maybe even a little bit of baseball in terms of how you would swing a stick right. uh, to right. um, uh, to shoot. But I, I didn't find it too hard uh, too hard to learn. St. Lawrence is near the um, Canadian border, and there were Iroquois tribes there that handmade lacrosse sticks. Oh wow! Uh, you know, originally when lacrosse started, I, I understand it was a, it was not so much as a, a game or a sport, but it was a way Indian tribes who didn't want to totally kill one another com, uh, competed. So one village would play against another, and these little uh, uh, tribal areas—they're uh, probably gone now—but they uh, they were steam bending the wood to make the sticks oh, wow. and using rawhide for the gut. Now it's all synthetic. And you could go up there and, and specify your stick, how you wanted it, and uh, uh, instead of buying it from J.B. Brine down in uh, down in Boston. So uh, stupidly, a few years ago, I, I thought, I'm never going to need these wooden sticks. And I, I, 
think I threw them away. So Uh-oh. I'm, I'm sorry about that. But uh, but yeah, I, I enjoyed lacrosse and it was it's fun to play. It sounds very cool. Well, let me give you a, a reintroduction since you're returning here. And I'll remind our listeners, Ken was a very early guest here. He was very kind to take a chance on a guy who was trying to be a podcaster. That would be me. He was a guest on, uh, let's see, it was Friday, August 14th. And it was uh, guest number 314. So I've talked to 1,600 plus people since you were last on the show. So hopefully I've improved a little bit over time with all these miles underneath me. Uh, but let me give you a proper introduction and we'll dive into this uh very cool automotive event I've been promoting all week here on Cars Yeah. Ken Gross is this year's Concord Director at the Chattanooga Motor Car Festival. He's an award-winning automotive journalist, as if you didn't already know that, and has contributed to almost every car magazine that you have ever enjoyed reading. He was the executive director of the Peterson Automotive Museum and has served as guest curator for numerous other prestigious museums around the country. Along with exhibition catalogs, Ken's written over 15 automotive books and has been a chief class judge for over 31 years at the Pebble Beach Concord Elegance. He also serves on their selection committee. That's got to be fun. He's judged numerous other Concord events across the country from Amelia Island to Rodeo Drive. We'll take a brief moment to talk to our sponsors here. When we come back, we're going to talk about the Chattanooga Motor Car Festival and what they have in store this year. So keep the seatbelts on. We'll be right back. Covercraft has the most complete line of custom seat covers available. Choose between the polycotton seat savers Endura Precision Fit Custom Seat Covers, Leatherette Precision Fit Custom Seat Covers, and their durable Carhartt Seat Covers. They're all easy to install and remove, and guess what? They're machine washable too. Easy cleanup to make them look brand new. No more worries about the kids spilling on your seats or your pets damaging your expensive upholstery or leather. Covercraft's quality seat covers protect from damaging pet claws, pet fur, hair, mud, moisture, food, drink spills, drool from permanently damaging your vehicle's fine surfaces. Headrest and armrest covers and color options are also available on many of the styles. And I've got a great offer for you. If you use the code YEAH21, Y-E-A-H-21 at Covercraft.com, they'll give you 10% off plus free shipping. That's right, 10% off and free shipping with the code YEAH21 at checkout. Covercraft, protecting the things that move you. Visit Covercraft.com today. When it was time to renew my collector car policy, my carrier raised my rates by a lot. But why? My usage was the same, my car's value was the same, and I had never made a claim. I didn't even have a ticket. The only change was their rate, and they had no reason why. What's with that? I researched my options, I spoke to others, and with American Collectors Insurance is where I now have my policy. What a difference. A live person actually answers the phone. She spent time learning about me and my Porsche Turbo, the one I call my orange crush, and provided a reasonable quote. American Collectors Insurance now protects my special ride. I'm saving hundreds of dollars and I can sleep at night knowing my baby is properly insured. Why wait until your next premium is due? Give them a call today for your personal agreed value quote. Call 866-AC1-YEAH. That's 866-224-9324. Tell them you're a friend of mine. Mark Green at Cars Yeah. American Collectors Insurance. Classic car insurance designed by collectors for collectors. Automotive enthusiasts just like you and me. That's American Collectors Insurance. 
So, Ken, we're back. So I want to talk about Chattanooga Motor Car Festival because it's in its second year, but it is rapidly evolving from the first year, which was 2019. Could you share with us uh, how this evolution has happened? And I know from you've been involved in this uh, event since its inception, what it's like building a new car concourse that has so many facets from scratch. Well, the the answer to the second question is it isn't easy. Uh, you know, there's some great competition out there, although I'm not sure we really see it as competition, but we certainly look at the other events and think here's some great things that they do. But what what appealed to me from the outset when I met Byron DeFore uh, about uh, Chattanooga is that uh, all the money raised goes for neuroscience research, diseases like stroke and Parkinson's, ALS and Alzheimer's. The DeFore brothers don't use... Uh, they don't keep anything here. They're, all the money goes for research, and I, I just it impressed the daylights out of me. And I thought I, I'm happy to work um, work with them and and for them. And Byron is an amazing idea man. I mean, he owns nursing homes and insurance companies and real estate and hotels. But he's a very very creative guy. And when it, when you when you talk to him, um, you realize that. Uh, He's always thinking of ways to, that could please a crowd, be a little different from some of the other events, and uh, and that makes it fun because there's really no 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 with Byron. It's always like, yeah, we could do that, or maybe we should try this. And <laughs> again, it's uh, it's really fun to work with somebody who's unscripted in the best of ways. Well, no doubt. I, I, everybody who spoke, uh, speaks about Byron is always very appreciative of his ingenuity and creativity. And when you look at this event, it really is unique in many ways. One, it's a three-day event. Uh, it has all sorts of components. Let's start with the, what they call the West Village Road Rally. What's that all about? Well, in the beginning, uh, the uh, the people at uh, Coker Tire and Great Race were working on it. Uh, th- this year, we have uh, Rick Goolsby, who's from HSR, um, and uh, the basic premise is to have a, a rally that isn't so time, speed, distance crazy that uh, that people forget what a good time they can have. So it's uh, taking advantage of the beautiful Tennessee countryside. It's two days. But each uh, each day is a separate component, so you can go on one day or you can go on a second day. And uh, the, the basic premise is let's have fun in these cars. That's what it's all about. Let's not worry about necessarily missing a turn or slowing down so that we can hit a checkpoint and whatever. Uh, it's just just fun, and uh, I, I think people I know people have enjoyed it. There's a wide range of cars that are on this rally. Is that right? Uh, yes, there, there's pretty much everything. A lot of them could be Concours cars if they wanted, and several of them are. But uh, you can you can kind of run what you brung, as we used to say in, in drag racing. But we, we certainly sports and GT cars is the focus. Yeah, that's cool. Now, one of the things that I love since I used to race a vintage cars is vintage racing. And you guys have changed up the venue a little bit this year. Before it was more like a hill climb. Now it's real racing, right? Well, that's uh, that was Byron's idea from the outset. Byron is a very successful racer. He has a Lola T70 among a uh, BMW uh, Bat- Batman Coupe, and he's won at um, uh, at Laguna Seca, so he's serious. And uh, the initial idea was almost like a point to point along the river, and that's what they were. What Byron was able to talk the city fathers and mothers in for the first year, but now they've got a real 2.1 mile track uh, that runs around kind of around the perimeter of West Village, which is where the event is. And they're actually hoping to expand it. It may be as much as two and a half to two and three quarter miles in years to come. But right now they're, uh, they've are they got Chris Vandegrift, who does a lot of work uh, with 
uh, Laguna Seca and West Coast Racing and uh, other folk uh, like like Brian Redman, you know, nine-time uh, champ- racing champion, to um, uh, work on the track, make sure that it will be exciting to use and safe to run on. We did have, and you're, you're probably aware, uh, the late Jim Pace was a big motivator in uh, in our first year. Jim was a very successful racer and instructor. Sadly, he passed away from COVID, but uh, we we think of him every day. And his spirit is part of what the Jim Pace uh, Grand Prix. We, we were calling it the Pace Grand Prix, yeah, actually, yeah. at the bend. And uh, so we're thinking of Jim, and we're going to go out there and go like hell. Well, no kidding. He had a quote, quote uh, another author's great book, uh, A.J. Bame, of course. There's a multitude of cars that are in this uh, this vintage racing event. I understand from 1920s brass and tin cars, sport racing cars, GT cars, open wheel cars, even formula cars and Can-Am. You mentioned the T-70 uh, and modern supercars and electric cars. Nine classes, is that right? Uh, that's that's correct. Um, that's really Chris's department. I'm uh, I'm sticking to my my Concours, but <laughs> it's a wide variety because we really want to attract as many people as possible for the uh, the two days of, of racing, and you do that by uh, making it very inclusive so that uh, um, as many different kinds of cars and uh, drivers can compete. Very cool. Now I understand there's also going to be a Meekum auction at this event. Yeah, that's. I'm very excited about that. Um, I was able to uh, introduce Dana Meekum to um, Byron DeFore, and they really hit it off together. Uh, and I, and I, I thought they would. I, I'm not going to take credit for all that, but uh, only to the sense of you get two very like-minded, energetic, enthusiastic people together, and it's, it's kind of a sure thing that they're going to find ways to do it. And uh, Dana wasn't sure that they could participate in 2019 because they had a competitive event. But uh, for 2021, uh, he came down to Chattanooga, took a look at the exposition center, and uh, and just thought this is a natural for the way Meekum likes to do auctions. Uh, they're thinking they'll have between five and 600 cars this first year. Um, and we are very excited about it because that will bring people, in addition to the folk who are attracted to uh, to come to to the motor car festival that's going to bring the Meekum crowd and they have a lot of folk who come to their auctions um, time after time and they do as as you know they're one of the, they're one if not the biggest uh, auction company when in terms in terms of the sheer number of cars they sell so we're very excited about that dimension of the uh, of the motor car festival I, it's really cool i love also the fact is the venue everything is very close together versus some events you go to where you have to get in a car and drive somewhere traffic is a problem everything is right within the same area right right you know, you can walk literally walk out of the host hotel the western chattanooga and you're in the concourse and uh less than an eighth of a mile away is the track and uh, if you don't want to walk to it which is an easy walk we've got these little uh, electric vehicles that'll shuttle people uh, people back and forth so yes it's uh that's one of the really appealing elements of of this event you're 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 surrounded by it <laughs> you're right in the middle of yeah, it's fantastic. Now, I understand there's going to be a party on Saturday at West Village. Uh, there's a band, a group called the Zippers that are going to be playing. Yeah, I don't. I can't tell you much about them. Uh, my uh, my musical interest is um, it's a whole bunch of country <laughs> artists who are no longer with us, or my son's band, the Spin Doctors. So oh, I, like I, I can only say that uh, people have been enthusiastic about this band, uh, people on the planning committee, so I'm, I'm sure they're good. Yeah, I'm sure they're going to be fantastic. And then Saturday, there's uh, what you guys are calling the legendary charity Cruisin' Car Show. With the uh, the help of the people from uh, Coker Tire, uh, Wade Kawasaki and his his group, uh, the we're encouraging, if you're a car enthusiast, we want you to drive your car in. Uh, they're 
we we have about 150 cars in the concours on Sunday, and these will these will be different. But not everyone wants to do a concours or can do a concours. So we're saying, come one, come all, and uh, it's all for a great cause: neuroscience research. I love it. Now, I've saved the best for last in the area of your expertise here, the Concorde Elegance. There's going to be 19 classes that range from brass and tin era to, I understand, Radwood cars. So talk to us a little bit about what people can expect to see at this spectacular Concorde. Well, we will have the usual, and that's uh, classic cars and special interest cars. We've got two classes of Jaguars, XKs and E-types. We have two classes of Porsches, 356s and 911s, uh, and with people like the Ingrams, um, uh, Road Scholar bringing cars. I know we'll have some great great cars in those classes. We've got a Tucker class this year, and uh, mainly not so much to compete against one another, which is what we did with Tuckers a few years ago at Pebble Beach, but just a gathering of these really unusual cars for people to see them. They, uh, you know, they they were not a commercial success in 1948 because of the lawsuit with Preston Tucker, but today they people look at them and they think, "Wow, look at what this car tried to be in 1948." We'll have we'll have a bunch. Of them so and we'll have a number of people from the Tucker family so that's always uh, that's always fun in addition to judged classes well let me let me back up a sec we also have a very special group of Ferraris uh, we're calling it the gathering of the greats there are 14 Ferraris and there are, are some uh, really impressive cars a TRC from uh, from Bill Marriott and um, the Windermere collection is, is sending up a, a um, 275 uh, Nart Spider, and these will be over-the-top Ferraris, and they will be in a special display area right next to the Westin. Across the street from them, the uh, thanks to Mike Simcoe and the General Motors Heritage Collection, we're going to have uh, the Firebirds 1 and 2, the Cadillac Cyclone, and the uh, Cadillac Le Mans. So four Motorama cars from that, the fabulous 50s when General Motors crossed the country with these amazing show cars. And the Lane Motor Museum is participating this year, and we've got a, a reliable truck full of cars from Lane. I think we've got seven or eight of his crazy little cars, including one with a propeller and one with three wheels. And <laughs> so, uh, you know, there's, there's really something for everybody, I think, on the, um, on, on the Concourse. I can't say the Concourse field. It's really the Concourse streets because we, um, we arrange the cars literally on the streets in front of the, uh, the Weston in various directions. Oh, wow. Cool. And all the way up to uh, Radwood, what we call Radwood cars, which invite uh, younger generations to participate and be a part of the show. I think that's a great idea. Well, I, I do too. You know, there was a time with cars of the 70s, looking back a, a number of years now, people thought, well, uh, cars of the 70s are kind of dull. Um, where could we go? Where, where will enthusiasts go? Well, uh, cars of the 80s and 90s improved once they figured out how to do emissions and safety. There are a lot of interesting cars in that era, and uh, Radwood capitalizes on young people who, for, for them, these are the cars that they liked, that, that they either wanted or they bought and so forth. So we're, uh, we'll have a small Radwood class this year. I hope it'll, it'll grow in, uh, in future years. No kidding. I think it's great. It sounds like a spectacular event. Now, I like to ask my guests about what I call driving inspirations. There's so many great people involved around this Chattanooga Motor Car Festival. I've had many of them on the show this week and many who've appeared on Cars Yeah in the past. Is there one or two individuals that really stand out for you that you would call a great inspiration, a great mentor? You mentioned Brian DeFore as a classic example. Jim Pace is another one. Uh, anyone else you might want to mention? Well, absolutely. I mean, it's like, how much time do we have? <laughs> yeah. um, um, Brian Redmond, for me, is a total hero. You know, Brian uh, raced very successfully uh, back in an, in an era where racing was terribly, terribly dangerous. And he had his... Uh, 
fair share, a small number of shunts and things, but, but he survived that era and did it amazingly well. And it's so much fun to talk with him. My particular interest uh, are Porsche 917s, and we all know how difficult that car was to drive until they figured out that the uh, long tail bad, short tail good. And um, Brian has some just some fabulous memories uh, when you ask him about, uh, about it. And like many race drivers, he remembers the details in a way that you think, I can't remember what I had for lunch yesterday. You know, how does he remember <laughs> this? But he does. And uh, the other person, um, I mean, we could name them all, but another person in our group is Corky Coker. And uh, car enthusiasts may not realize it, but they owe a tremendous debt of thanks to Corky and his dad because they, uh, they're they the people who realize, as Corky would say, there's a lot of money in them tires. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, uh, they really provided tires when, when you couldn't get tires. I mean, I, I can remember going to uh, antique uh, car events in the uh, in the 60s when people used truck tires on Duesenbergs. I mean, you could not get um, the right thing. Or you used old tires that probably weren't very safe uh, to do. And uh, Corky and his dad are a great example. Harold are a great example of find a need and fill it. They were in the tire business and uh, no, one was, no one was doing this and they did. And Corky, of course, is a consummate enthusiast. He must have a hundred cars uh, in his uh, collection and that's uh, partially open uh, at the Chattanooga Motor Car Festival. There's a couple of events there, so you can uh, meet and greet and see Corky's cars, and he's bringing his Mercer race about and several others on uh, on Sunday. So, and I, I find Corky fascinating to speak with because. In his over the course of his career in not just the tire business, but he became the um, the president of SEMA, uh, very active in the association that uh, that supports the um, uh, all these people who uh, who use vintage automobiles and performance automobiles uh, to make a living. Uh, he's a give back kind of guy, active in his church. I mean, he's just talk about inspiration. He he he's the, he's the guy. Yeah, they are both great people. Brian's been a guest several times on the show here. Of course, he was a guest this past Monday, kind of led off the week to celebrate this event. Uh, I love talking with him. In fact, he's the only guest who's ever been on Cars Yeah that I had on the day of his birthday, and he sang the British birthday song, which was pretty darn cool. Uh, imagine that. And then, of course, Corky was Tuesday's guest. Uh, I'd been chasing him forever. Finally got him on the show, and he's a delight. I've had lunch with him on the lawn at Pebble several times with Barry McGuire and other very cool people. Uh, yeah, you've mentioned some great folks. There's so many great po- folks involved in this show. We're going to take a short break and thank our sponsors we come back. I want to talk a little bit about challenges when it comes to Concours events. No doubt you've had a few, so sit tight. Keep that thought in mind. We'll be right back. Linkage. It's a new quarterly publication and website that covers the automotive market Driving, restoring, collecting, and discovering your passion for motor vehicles. Linkage is about experiences, opinions, and values. Linkage is an actual, informed, reasoned opinion based on first-hand experiences. A talented Linkage team covers the automotive world, the people who share your passion and mine, smart, considered, rational, and experienced opinions. Ones you can learn from and grow. That includes our passion that drives auctions and the collector car market. So come with me and join us on this journey. And be sure to use the code CARSYEAH when you subscribe and they'll give you $10 off. Boom! Linkage, geared for the automotive life. Subscribe today at LinkageMag.com. 
Cars yeah is proud to support our veterans, which is why I've teamed up with our nonprofit partner, Tech Force Foundation, through its Veterans at Work Military Transition Campaign. The tech shortage is very real, and our country needs skilled, qualified techs to keep our cars, trucks, airplanes, and fleets rolling. When so many vets build their skills in maintaining and servicing vehicles when deployed, TechForce helps transition those skills to jobs as professional technicians when they come home. Learn more about TechForce Foundation and its Veterans at Work Military Transition Fund at techforce.org today. So, Ken, let's talk about this. These Concours events don't just magically appear. There are so many behind-the-scenes decisions, people. There's hundreds of volunteers. It's so complex. Could you talk about maybe one little behind-the-scenes big uh, obstacle challenge that you guys have faced that you had to overcome? What was that, and uh, what did you learn from it? Well, uh, I'm going to kind of give you two examples, I guess, one of which I was less involved with, but I know how difficult it is, uh, and that's Byron and uh, and his staff, um, Ember Suchet, and and the dealing with a city. The the city of Chattanooga is very pro-business, pro-event, and so forth, but still getting people to um, agree to block off streets and uh, and allow them to do a, a literally a racetrack through the through the streets. I and, can't imagine. Uh, yeah, I mean, you, and every time you you want to do something like, can we run the electric vehicles over here? Can we run a shuttle? Um, everything takes a decision, even with a pro event uh, city like Chattanooga. So that's something that you know, if you have a concourse. <clears throat> Um, on a giant golf course, you, you deal with a lot less of, uh, of that kind of issue. But uh, you don't have the um, kind of immediacy, if you will, of being able to walk out of your hotel and, and be right in the middle of a festival. And that's that's kind of what we do. The other thing, too, is just getting car owners to um, to send their cars or to, to want to come to an event that's never happened before is really a challenge. Many of these owners of classic cars, sports cars, and so forth. They're really in demand to bring their cars. There's lots of events. And uh, and if you're brand new out of the box, you've got to give them some good reasons why uh, they should even consider you. And and we try to, to, to counter that in many ways, not the least of which is put together a great group of ICJAG judges. So we have, uh, they know that their cars will be uh, skillfully and credibly evaluated. And um, we've got some Great. We've got great restaurants. We have um, a wonderful hotel, an award-winning Western Hotel. So you kind of have to have all these ingredients so that you can enthusiastically sell what you're doing to people who are saying, Chad, a what? You know, and <laughs> yeah. I've never been there. Why should I go? Uh, we're, we're trying to be a little bit of Chamber of Commerce and uh, event management. And, and of course, as the, the charity uh, is a wonderful motivator with people because uh, we all like to think that we can do good for, for less fortunate others. And uh, again, neuroscience research is something that everyone has to deal with at some point. And the idea that you're supporting uh, this very very, very important research is another motivator to get people to uh, bring their cars and come. Well, absolutely. And so many of these charities, I should say, so many of these Concours events do have charities that they're involved with. And that's part of why I got involved back in the first year by having or dedicating a week here on Cars Yeah to the event 
because uh, I've had family members that have had uh, traumatic brain injuries and dealing with that and near and dear to my heart. So uh, I think it's fantastic. And the fact that all the money goes to those charities to help people is great. I always ask guests about special vehicles, but you've been on the show before, so you've heard that question before. I want to ask it in a different way. Uh, is there a special vehicle or class of vehicles that you're really looking forward to experiencing on the lawn this year? Or I should say out in front of the rest, the, the hotel this year uh, at the Chattanooga event? Well, for me, hot rods are uh, are a, uh, kind of a living living motivator. It's it's how I got interested in cars in the first instance, pretty much, and I still am. And we've got a uh, a number of uh, calling them they're contemporary hot rods, but they're done in old style. We have several people bringing some pretty uh, pretty cool cars. Alan Johnson, who has a, a shop in Gadsden, Alabama, he and his wife Angie will be there always with a creative car. Bill uh, Jaggernow, who owns Brothers Custom, he and uh, and Autumn Riggle, his partner, they're bringing a, a, treme- a tremendous Channel T with a four-carb flathead. I mean, we'll have, and of course, my friend Tom Hardy uh, from Georgia, he's going to bring an interesting car. So we'll have we'll have the real thing. Um, and the other the other thing too is Wayne Carini is bringing Dave Garraway's. Uh, uh, SS100 Jaguar. Mm-hmm. For those of your older listeners, they'll remember that Dave Garraway was the first host of the Today Show, and uh, he appeared with J. Fred Muggs, his monkey. Um, <laughs> he, was, he was the guy people watched on NBC uh, before the, the Today Show became the multi-person uh, show that it is today. And Garraway was a real sports car enthusiast. He had this SS100 Jaguar, but it wasn't fast enough for him. So he, he got an XK120 crate motor and had that installed. Uh, and that's the way the car is today. Wayne's just restored it. Um, Garraway was something of a showman, so it had alligator upholstery. I'm not sure what the PETA people would think of the alligator upholstery <laughs> well, now, but it's, it's We in won't the car. let them know. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, but uh, but so I'm, I'm looking for, uh, that's a car that I remember as a kid, and I saw it very briefly before Wayne restored it. Now it's restored, so I'm really looking forward to uh, to seeing that. Ah, oh, sounds fantastic. Why am I not surprised you said the word hot, heard words hot rod when I asked you that question a little bit? You've written so many great books. Uh, is there another book coming down the line that we might hear or read from the great Ken Gross? Well, I just finished number 24, if you count the catalogs in the books, and that was a a book about Bruce Myers' 1932 Fords. Bruce has eight 32 Fords. They're all in this uh, in this book, and it's uh, it's just come out. Um, it's, you can get it at the Peterson Museum shop, and you can get it at Auto Books. But uh, more importantly, uh, well, not more importantly, but in addition to, I guess, I'm working on three private collection books right now, uh, which uh, are really a, a lot of fun. Um, one of them is uh, for Ross Myers, who's got an insane hot rod collection with historic hot rods, and we're, that's, we're having a lot of fun doing that. Uh, another is on the Richard Driehaus collection. Richard, who passed away, sadly, earlier this year, has a, had a great a collection up in Chicago, and uh, he also collected over 5,000 uh, Art Deco and Tiffany, uh, Louis Tiffany lamps and things. And, wow. Um, I'm, I, I hope that they do a book on that one day, uh, but in the meantime, uh, I'm doing a book on Richard's uh, collection, and I had the opportunity to interview Richard, uh, talk to him before he uh, unexpectedly passed away, and here was a guy, and I, I had this conversation with Jay Leno, not to drop names, but Jay uh, was one of the people who uh, appeared at, at the annual 1,000-person Richard Driehaus birthday party uh, with a special entertainer, and uh, 
so he knew he knew Richard, and we talked about the fact that Richard wasn't that interested at all technically in the way a car was. Uh, he would look at something and decide he liked it for a design feature, or something would talk to him about the car, and then you'd find and you'd say to him, "Well, you know, Gordon Burek designed that, or Raymond Dietrich did that, you know." And then he'd start looking for other cars by those people, which is just it's just very very cool. Then the the third book is on Vasek Polak, who uh, left Czechoslovakia uh, when the Nazis rolled in and came to America with very little more than his toolbox, and he uh, built up an, a big business in Manhattan Beach, California, Vasek Polak Porsches. He was the first standalone Porsche dealer, very successful racer, and uh, his son Vasek Jr. and uh, his granddaughter Maury uh, and I are working on uh, what will be the history of Vasek Polak, and I think that'll I can tell you from working on it already, it's been a lot of fun to dig into uh, that history. Well, very cool. Well, I'm excited to see more coming from you. Of course, I'm a Porsche guy, so Vasek book uh, is going to be absolutely spectacular. I remember at uh, Retromobile buying an authentic vintage uh, Vasek Polak license plate frame for an old Porsche that I had because I grew up in Southern California and uh, remember that dealership way back when I was a little kid. So very, very cool. Well, we're excited about that. I'll put links to all those on Ken's show notes page. And of course, if you don't already have all the rest of Ken's books, uh, you got to get your hands on them. They're all on my library shelf for sure. So, <laughs> Mark, can I tell you one more quick, very quick thing? Yes, please. Um, that we didn't mention about the Motorcar Festival, and that's that um, as part of the fundraising for neuroscience research, we're going to have a, an event in the Tivoli Theater, uh, the restored Tivoli Theater, and Michael J. Fox will be joining Dr. Devlin uh, on stage along with Keith Martin from uh, Sports Car Market uh, as a, uh, a fundraiser for uh, neuroscience research, and they're going to auction off, uh, Dana Meekham's going to auction off a DeLorean that belongs to Byron DeFore. So uh, Back to the Future will will, will come to life with the uh, auctioning of this DeLorean, and hopefully uh, a good deal of money will go to uh, neuroscience research. But that's going to be an exciting part of the uh, Motor Car Festival weekend. Oh, fantastic. I'm glad you mentioned that. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah, that is great. Now, looking at this year's vintage racing event, I'm going to narrow it down to this in this next question. Of course, it's named after the great Jim Pace, Pace Grand Prix at the Bend. If I could put you in the driver's seat of any of the race cars participating this year, which car would Ken Gross be driving? <laughs> it's, it's funny that you say that. I'm I'm much... Uh, more a slow car, fast guy okay. than uh, than getting into something like a Lola T T seventy, yeah, <laughs> and being over my over my head. So uh, I'd be really happy with a um, a fifties era British car like a, like a Jaguar XK one twenty, for example, um, something that I could drive closer to the limit uh, and my limits, and really have fun doing it. Um, I've kind of grown past getting scared to death in cars because they had so much <laughs> power that I uh, I couldn't even begin to think about it. So uh, I guess I'm I'm forever locked into the era I grew up in, and um, and hearing, for, for example, the uh, that wonderful exhaust note of a of a Jaguar inline six uh, would would be just fine with me. <laughs> a, a, a balking moss gearbox and all. So 
I don't know how those guys did that. <laughs> I mean, skill, obviously. <laughs> well, it, it, tremendous skill. And on, on YouTube, there are some videos of Jim Pace. There's one in particular at uh, VIR where he is flat out driving and talking about everything he's doing and everything the car is doing. And when you're looking through the windscreen, because the way the camera is, and you're listening to Jim talking, he's slowing down a little bit the movement of everything because good racers can do that, just like good hockey players can can do that and uh it's just fascinating to listen to him and you'd be thinking oh i got a shift now i got a break now i got a this got a that and jim is just talking you through Rocking it, you and, through uh, it. <laughs> and you realize that's that's the skill that these uh, guys and gals who are great racers have and um <laughs> i'll stick to writing Bob Bob had said that to me years ago. Um, we were driving, and uh, and I was amazed at, at something he was doing. And he said, "Well, that's why I'm the driver, and you're the writer." <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thanks for reminding me that. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. I had uh, the great Vic Elford, Quick Vic, on the show years ago, and he was talking about racing all the different 917s uh, at Le Mans, and he was mentioning while going down uh, the straight there, there was a little cafe off to the left, and he remembers a few seeing a woman in a red dress drinking coffee and every time you go by you know when you're in it like when you're in a train or a very fast car you can slow things to an instant capture for just a second if you stare at it and he said i came around about four or five times and then about the sixth time she was gone and i'm thinking okay you're at the Mulsanne straight into Le Mans at Le Mans in a 917 going 240 plus, and you're noticing a woman in a red dress drinking coffee. That is a skill. That well, and have. they didn't call him Quick Vic for nothing, and he was one of the first people, I think, when they put that little kink in the Le Mans straight to uh, to do it flat out. You know, to realize <laughs> insane. It was yeah. supposed to slow people down. Not, but not uh, Quick Vic. It, it, not not quick fix. Yeah, nope. yeah. Well, I know he's been having some challenges. Our thoughts out to him. Uh, amazing guy. Yeah, he's an incredible guy. Well, you've uh, taken us on a really fun journey for this amazing event, an absolutely fantastic event. It's an event everybody needs to attend. Before I let you go, could you maybe share a little quick mantra, success quote, a word from wisdom from the great writer Ken Gross? <laughs> I think working hard is what it's all about. You know, just doing your very best, whether it's a simple assignment or something complex. Um, your name's on it, so it's got to be the best you can do. And uh, don't don't quit. Don't stop early. There's always something that can be a little bit better if you just work work at it. And uh, I've I've tried to do that all my life, and I don't know how to do anything else. Well, that's why you are where you are, Ken. <laughs> that you've you've. Uh... Uh, brought joy to all of us people who love to read your story. So I really want to thank you for spending time today. How can people learn more about and get tickets to the Chattanooga Motor Car Festival? Oh, they can go to uh, the the, uh, the website, and uh, that is www.chattanoogamotorcar.com. Uh, and you can also go to info at chattanoogamotorcar.com. Cool. Listeners, you can find everything on Ken's show notes page. If you missed my talk with him way back when, uh, Probably it was 2015, I think, maybe even uh, 2014 when I started this. You can go back and find his show there on the Cars Yeah website. A quick shout out again to my good friend, our good friend, Judy Stropus, for reconnecting with Ken. She's brought me so many great guests, including all the guests this week. Again, it's been a wonderful week to help promote the Chattanooga Motor Car Festival. Again, it takes place October 15, 16, 17. Go and get your tickets. Go to this event. It's time to get out and have some fun. It is spectacular and will be spectacular once again. Ken, thanks for taking some time out today and spending 
that time with me and sharing your uh, your expertise and your passion for motor cars. Fantastic job. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you at the Chattanooga Motor Car Festival. Thanks, Mark. We really appreciate this. You're welcome. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.